avoid common injuries in your everyday life? What are the best first aid techniques? How do you keep your home, workplace, and family safe? Welcome to Safety is Your First Choice with your host, Todd Murray. Today, he'll discuss best practices to help you steer clear of hazards, prevent injuries, and accidents. Now, here is Todd Murray. Welcome. Welcome back. Uh, Hopefully you made uh, last week a safe one, and uh, you're here joining us with us. You've got your host here, Todd Murray, with uh, Safety is Your First Choice. So I want to start the uh, I want to start the show off today. Um, had some uh, some depressing news, I guess, uh, a couple days ago. My uncle, my uh, mother's brother, uh, passed away. So uh, he was he's a great guy. He taught me a lot. He was uh, not only an uncle, but a uh, a male role model, a mentor. Uh, we uh, in our family, growing up, we would. Uh, we would, we would spend a summer with our cousins. So one summer I'd go and spend some time with, uh, with them, and then uh, the next summer they'd come and spend some time with us. And I, I remember really not too long ago, uh, we were just talking about um, some, of those, uh, some of those stories that we had. And, you know, he, uh, my uncle, uh, Kevin Norman, or <laughs> Kendall Norman, I'm sorry, uh, was ex-military, and he kind of ran the house uh, as such. Uh, I went there one summer and thinking, okay, we're going to lay in and not do much. And he's going off to work, and we're not going to, we're not going to, uh, we're going to have a great day just playing all day long. Well, before he left for work, he pulled out an uh, encyclopedia. I know a few people out there might remember what those are. So he had the whole uh, set of encyclopedias and. He would give each one of us a topic, and by the time he came back from work that evening, we had to do a report. We had to do a report on whatever that topic was and, and, and deliver that report to him. So uh, I remember to this day, I had a pop machine, and uh, so I still remember how that pop machine worked, how the money goes in, and I had a little device to pull out slugs or different things that weren't actually quarters and, and then go through the whole process and the mechanisms to make that work and, and so on. Now, obviously, we have some different style pop machines, so this was obviously the older style. Um, but uh, he, uh, he meant a lot to me, and uh, he, uh, he taught me a lot. And to this day, I still use a lot of the teachings that uh, he's provided me. So I just wanted to give a shout out and uh, say, uh, um, Uncle Kendall, uh, rest in heaven, and uh, we'll always be thinking of you. So, all right. I, uh, on for the show, we, uh, I talked to last week and, and mentioned, you know, we're getting into this, uh, we're getting into the holiday season. You know, everybody's getting ready to, to, to make plans to, to visit those loved ones and family and things. So we, uh, a lot of those trips are going to be done uh, over air travel, right? We're going to get, you know, we're going to plan our little trip. We're going to call everybody up and start arranging when we're going to fly out. If it's for Thanksgiving, that's coming up here. Jeez, it's already Thanksgiving. Anyway, it's coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, or if it's coming for Christmas or New Year's or whatever, we may, we're going to start planning these, uh, these airline trips and, and flying to different locations around the country. Well, I was, uh, I was traveling uh, for family and, and, and business uh, last month. And, uh, and I was thinking about that. I, I was looking around in the airport, and for this particular trip, I, I was wearing uh, some flip-flops, some sandals. And uh, I was going through the airport, and you know, I went through uh, the TSA checkpoints and all that, and slipped them off and slipped them back on, real convenient, nice and easy, quick, got through everything. I was like, okay, great, perfect. All right, I made it. Well, I was walking, kind of stumbled a little bit, and uh, I started thinking about it. I, I thought that, you know, if I actually had to move quickly for whatever reason, am I actually wearing the proper shoes in case of an emergency? You know, and I'm, I'm always thinking of new topics for the radio show here. And so that uh, popped into my head. It's, am I actually, did I think of safety? Did I make safety my first choice when I was getting ready to, to take this trip? 
when I was getting ready to get dressed and, and go through there, I think in that for that trip, I was my first thought was, okay, what's going to be more comfortable for me? Not what's going to make me more safe or prevent injuries. Okay. So that led me into this topic here today. Um, I have Scott Simpson from SSI Instruction. He is, uh, he's got more than 30 years of uh, experience in the industry, airlines industry. Uh, I'd like to uh, introduce you uh, right now to Scott Simpson. Scott, welcome to the show. Thank you, Todd. Good morning. And to all your listeners, thanks for having me on this morning. Oh, very nice. Thank you. And, you know, Scott, why don't you take a minute? I I mentioned you have 30 years in the safety industry or the airlines industry. Why don't you tell our our listeners here a little bit more about yourself? Um, Well, thank you. I've uh, been doing this for a long time. They started out with the airlines back in the late 80s. And I uh, got the opportunity to get into every aspect of what an airline does from the corporate side through the frontline side into the safety department, training, all the different aspects of what we, what we enjoy working with uh, airports and airlines. <laughs> and last 14 years have been with uh, SSI Incorporated doing projects around consulting on safety and security for airports as well as building training programs for those airports. Oh, okay. So is that just something that's local then? Or, I mean, what do you do? We're, we're based locally here. Our production facility is here in Phoenix, and okay. we do programs for airports around the country. And um, we also have the opportunity to teach uh, safety programs for uh, ACI World around the world. I've been to Dubai and South Africa, oh, taught okay. in Korea and Hong Kong and it's been it's been a lot of fun teaching all over the place. Oh, sounds like it. it sounds like some 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 vacation spots right there that <laughs> people might want to go to. Yes, indeed. <laughs> okay, all right. Now, with uh, with, with that, so I I can imagine you've got some inside information uh, about uh, the airline industry. You know, some things you may be able to talk about, some things you're not able to talk about. Is that you know? Oh, there's definite things we can talk about. And I'm okay. sure there's some stuff that I know because I've been there so long that I probably wouldn't pass along to everybody. Okay. <laughs> all right. But for the most part, it's all good information about the way the airlines are handled, as well as the airports and all the functionality there. Okay. All right. Well, as the listeners know. I like to bring in uh, subject matter experts. You know, I, as you as you know, I'm a firefighter, and uh, we'll run on uh, we we say customers or clients that uh, we see them do certain things, and we think, wow, wow, that uh, you know, I don't know why they did that. You know, that's kind of common sense. It's kind of common sense to us not to do some of the things that they get themselves into, but it may not be common sense to them. And so I like to bring in subject matter experts like yourself to come in and, uh, and talk and kind of give us the inside scoop or the inside knowledge, the inside common sense knowledge that airlines personnel or experts have about the industry. So that's, uh, so that's kind of where we're going to gear this, uh, this uh, interview here today. Um, you know, we, we talk about different things. Uh, I, I have to say that when I plan my trips, I basically I do my trips myself. You know, my wife or myself will just jump online and, oh, we want to go X, Y, Z, and we'll just search for the cheapest uh, flight, and hotel, and car. We'll put that all together ourselves, and, you know, uh, off we go, right? Uh, I see quite often people are utilizing travel agents. Uh, do you have some experience with travel agencies? Very much so. In fact, um, our company, SSI, uses uh, a travel agency to help out with our travel for our uh, employees traveling around for business. Okay. Uh, it's happilyeveraftertravel.com that we work through. They're based out of Dallas. Okay. Um, w- travel agents are a really good resource. Um, some people like to do it like yourself on your own, right. and there's nothing wrong with that at all. But right. travel agents can provide you more inside detail about your trip. They can help you plan the ins and outs and what to bring, what not to bring, some of yeah. the regulations that you need to worry about, especially travel documents, uh, different cruises. You need certain things to take with you if you're traveling internationally. Of course, you have to have the right documents to travel. Okay. Travel agents know all that stuff in detail, okay. and they can provide that to you ahead of time. And most of the travel agents, there's not a, a fee or a, a very small fee to utilize their service. Okay. 
they get most of their stuff through the commissions for by booking travel for you. So it's almost like an insider for they have some common sense knowledge about whatever you're trying to travel to or location. They can give you that inside scoop for that as well. Absolutely. They can even plan okay. it down to the day and hour of what you do on your travel if you're that interested. Yes. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, maybe. I, I think that's something that I might have to take uh, take a look at or look more into uh, because that's something that I think it uh, I might be interested in. Um, okay, so... Now that you know, we we contact that travel agency, at travel agent, and we figure out we're going to go somewhere. We're going to need to to fly somewhere. Okay, um, what's the first thing? Now, should I just start my safety concerns when I get past TSA and about to board the plane, or when, when does all that whole safety thing start with the airport? When we get on property, or how does how does what do you think? It should all begin planning ahead of time before you go. Um, okay. We talk about what, what you have to bring with you. So I don't know how much you like to carry when you travel, uh-huh. but I like to keep as few things on me as possible so that I don't have a bunch of clutter and I'm not carrying a lot of extra bags. Right. So it's important to know what you need versus what you want to take. Oh, you, um, mean, you mean I don't need five pairs of shoes for a two-day trip? No, and, and don't <laughs> let my wife hear you say that because I like to play golf and I take too many oh. shoes as it is. <laughs> but right. the, uh, all in all, it's, it's a matter of just a little planning ahead of time and okay. you can have all your proper documentation as well as the things you need to take and some things that can help you stay safer on the way. Right. You know, so when I was, as I mentioned, my little story of why I I chose this topic, taking a look at um, when I started thinking about my safety concerns was after TSA, when I was sitting there with my flip-flops and and that kind of thing, thinking, well, you know what, geez, maybe I need to, I should have chose a different (laughs) different footwear uh, for this trip. So, when I'm thinking about it, I guess safety needs to start not only in the terminal, but as soon as you arrive at the airport, maybe, when you're trying to... Well, something? of course, on your way, you want to be safe in your effort to get to the airport. Right. But once you're there, it starts dropping off the family or whoever's traveling with you. Um, give them a chance to get in and inside without having to drag bags everywhere. So drop them off curbside. Okay. Um, then go park your vehicle. Um, and when you're parking your vehicle, make sure that you understand park in the safest place you can. So if there's a way to park under a light um, near the doors, you're going to go in uh, at the end of the rows rather than in the middle of the rows. Oh, really? So that you're safer when you come back, if you're at night and so forth, you're not looking down the middle of the row to find your vehicle. You're able oh, to go towards okay. the ends and, okay. and you're parked by the door or by the light to help you out. Oh, Okay, things to think about. I didn't even. I haven't even. I just look for the closest or the the nearest spot, the first open spot. I'm like, perfect. I jump in it. That's so, where most right. people are. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's looking for that convenience. It's not safety. I'm thinking about it. It's just a convenience. So trying to get that safety being my first choice in parking. Okay. And don't forget. It sometimes it works to take a picture of where you parked. That will help your mind where you're at and what's going on. Okay. All right. I tell you what, I've got a few more questions that I'd like to. You mind sticking around and answering some more questions with Absolutely. us? Absolutely. All right, great. I tell you what, we'll take our first break. Uh, we've got Scott Simpson here uh, with SSI uh, Incorporated here, and we're covering airport safety things that you need to know that you didn't know, need, huh, that you didn't know you needed to know. So we're here with safety as your first choice. We're going to take a short break, and we'll see you after the break. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. The joy of being a parent begins with knowing what to do in case of an emergency. At CPR Baby, safeguarding the health of your infant is their number one goal. They offer a selection of onesies imprinted with visual cues that enable parents and others to perform proper CPR on your baby in the event of an emergency. Wrap your bundle of joy in the comfort of knowing, knowing that CPR Baby is there for you in case of an emergency. Visit CPRBaby.com today. Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. 
Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Safety is Your First Choice. To reach Todd Murray or his guest today, feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. Now back to this week's show. Welcome back to Safety is Your First Choice. Uh, we've got uh, your host, Todd Murray, here. with uh, We're interviewing Scott Simpson with SSI Instruction uh, Incorporated uh, on some airport safety stuff. You know, hey, if you have some questions, if you're already starting to plan a trip or thinking about or about to go on a trip for Thanksgiving or Christmas or what for whatever reason, um, shoot us a question. Shoot us that question. You can email us. Safety is your first choice at gmail.com. You can always call into the show, and uh, we'll we'll get those questions answered for you and, and get the, the right proper answer for you, the safe one, okay? So, you know, uh, before the break, we talked about parking and making sure we, uh, you know, think about not leaving, you know, the convenience of leaving, but what's the situation going to be when you return? Should you have your car closer to a door? Should you have a park under a light? Something of that nature. So keep those things in mind. So I was, during the break here, I was talking to Scott. I was mentioning how, uh, you know, I've traveled with my family before. And uh, one of the first times that we, we took the uh, took a trip, we parked in long-term parking. And we get out all the different bags. And then we have to go into a tram or a bus-type deal and go to the terminal. And, you know, you're dealing with small kids. And I think at that point we had a had a car seat we were taking with us and one of us was carrying we had a stroller and we just had a bunch of things you know and going up escalators with all these bags and looking for elevators and it was just a mess uh i was getting frustrated wife was getting frustrated kids were getting frustrated uh everything you know so that whole trip started off kind of awkward or off so i thought about what what can i do to make that better and uh you know over the break scott was talking to me about this and what I ended up doing was I dropped my kids off. I dropped my kids off, the wife off, the luggage, and then I went to long-term parking, and then uh, I walked back by myself. I could walk as fast as I wanted to. I didn't have to wait, and it just alleviated a lot of the stress. You know. So, Scott, what, what other kind of tips and things? Did I, did I come to the right conclusion on what, what I was doing? Absolutely. The the easier you can make it for yourself as you go to the airport and the less hassle you have to worry about with bags or other things makes it easier all the way through. If you can pay attention to where you're at and what you're doing and not have to ask a lot of questions, um, you're more confident as you go through and you know where to go and what to do. Uh, people that travel a lot, they don't usually spend a lot of time asking questions because they know the travel route they have to go. They know where the CSA security is. They know where to park. They know uh, how they get through the check-in line the fastest, all that stuff, if they even use the check-in line. Now with your phones being the primary boarding passes being used, right, it's right. sometimes you don't even have to go through check-in unless they're right. checking bags. So. Yeah, you know, and I... I guess I, I, I'm a little old-fashioned now because I still ask for a paper boarding pass. I, I have it on my phone, and I see it, and I'm like, well, yeah, let me get paper anyway. So uh, is that something that's common, or is that is – that I mean, because I always think that my phone might die or something might happen, and I won't have access to my phone. Is that a legit concern? It, it is. If, you've, you know, if you can't get your phone to bring the boarding pass up on there, we see that – 
you know, a lot of times in line is somebody has to step aside and let other people start going through because they can't get the boarding pass to show <laughs> right. up um, or they can't get it to read properly right. on the reader. Um, but it is much more common for people to use their phones now than, okay. it, uh, than it is to use the paper boarding. Okay. You know, uh, we talk about, uh, you know, my wife and I, we know where we're going, you know, but my kids may not. Um, is it important to maybe share stuff with them? How does that, how does that look to you? part of that plan ahead of time and making sure that they know what's expected of them, um, mm-hmm. where you plan on being, where you want them to be, um, give them the chance to act their age and, and, and be knowledgeable and, and act like they know where they're going. Um, it's always good to make sure they're aware of it. Um, from right when you get there through the curbside process, you know, there's, there's hazards at the curbside with, uh, curbs themselves with, mm-hmm. uh, areas for wheelchairs that are a little you know depressed so the wheelchair can roll easily up onto the curb and people tend to walk along and not see that um you got all the signs and the traffic to be aware of when you are dropping people off at the curb and then once you get inside especially if you've dropped them off you want to have a place where you can meet them once you get back so you have that ability to come in on your own speed same point in time you know where they're going to be waiting for you when you get there okay okay now i picking up you know Mom comes in town, I go to pick them up. You see people at that curb just jump out of the car <laughs> and swing the door open like it's a parking lot or, you know, like they're in their own driveway or something. It's it, <laughs> Folks don't understand that they're impacting everybody else. They're, they're in their world. Uh-huh. They're in their time schedule to get where they've got to go. So it's important for them to just take care of themselves. Right. And like you said, oftentimes there are nicks and bumps that happen with vehicles. You either hit a car next to you or right. your car gets hit a little bit or yeah. bags run into each other and so forth and because there's not a lot of space at some of those curbs right right very small and everybody's trying to everybody's in a hurry absolutely everybody's just late for their flight they should have been there a half an hour earlier or an hour earlier and they're they're for whatever reason they got there at the time they did and they're now they're late so uh, we have to be aware of that i mean i guess just being um uh, aware of your surroundings uh, per se very much so Okay, so, you know, when you're dealing with your family and, and traveling, I like to carry, I, and this is, <laughs> so I was on a trip and I ended up losing, this is before the, uh, this is right after the TSA, and I uh, lost my wallet, and I needed to fly home. Luckily, in Arizona, we, they had driver's license on the uh, computer, so I, they could generate one, and it took a little bit, finagling, but I was able to get it. Uh, sent to me next day air. Uh, I had a little issue trying to get it from them because I didn't have ID to, <laughs> to claim my package. Uh, but uh, needless to say, I was able to get that. So from now, from this point forward, I always carry two forms of ID. One stays with my luggage in the hotel or wherever, and then one's with me. Um, what should we consider about doing with documents or any of that kind of thing with family members and well, first of all, make sure you get all the ones that you need. So depending upon where you're headed, international travel or cruise ships, like we said earlier, the, there's specific documentation you may need to take with you. Mm-hmm. Travel agents are great for providing you that detail. Okay. Um, one of the things that we've always talked about from the industry side is to take a picture of your passport oh. um, and have that on your computer and possibly even a paper copy available. Okay. Same thing possibly with your driver's license. Um, they are not to be pulled out and used unless absolutely necessary, but that way you've got a backup. Okay. Um, TSA is is really good about working with people based on what they have, um, even if it's not the actual physical um, card for your driver's license. Okay. But uh, they'll they'll let you know what they need. When okay. you definitely go ask. Don't try to figure it out on your own. Right. Go get the help right. you need. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> don't curl curl up in a ball like I did and cry for a half <laughs> hour and then you know, no. okay. So <laughs> all, right. all right. So when you're dealing with fam, uh, traveling with your family, what kind of things are you thinking about? I mean, uh, what kind of things do you need to be it, concerned of? Well, you start with families when they have smaller kids. You know, you're going to have strollers. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them try to bring car seats. Uh, if you are going to bring a car seat on board, make sure it's an FAA-approved car seat to go on board the aircraft. Okay. If they're not FAA-approved, the airlines won't let you carry it on. You'll have to check it. Okay. Um, but those those are there. Make sure the kids are aware of the sensory issues that you have at airports. Sensory um, issues? What you- yeah, loud noises. Okay. People are running all different directions. All right. um, you're going to have sometimes the carts that run up and down the rows of the terminals oh. to carry people to get to their gates faster. Right. Um, 
kids don't see the carts coming and the drivers are trying to get their tips, so they're moving a little faster than they should sometimes. Okay, okay. So you got to be careful of those. Um, make sure you prepare the kids for the travel and have stuff for them to do. Um, the airport can be a very boring place. It's right. just stores and people and boarding gates, and right. that's pretty much it. So right. make sure there's something for them to do. Bring snacks, um, bring toys, bring things that they can work with. It's, it's not just for the airport. It's also for the air, airplane ride. Right. Um, the more functional they are, the less time they're trying to get up and walk around the airplane and, and that sort of stuff. So you, you mentioned toys. My kids love Legos. Is uh, You think uh, maybe bringing a 100-piece Lego set would be a good idea for... for it might a be a great thing in your luggage to be used at your destination, but okay. not on board the aircraft. Right. Yeah, you want to have uh, very few pieces and parts um, because once you get on the plane, they, they tend to fall off the tray and can get lost in your seat and so right. forth. So, yeah, the fewer the parts, the better for the kids on the toys, but something that they can use. And uh, a lot of parents um, tend to let them watch videos of worth on iPads or oh, on right. Kindles, and those are great, right. um, but... They're also sometimes better to be actually physically doing something than just sitting there watching. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Now, uh, we were talking before, and you had mentioned, and I can't remember what you said about this, but you had mentioned uh, empty water bottles. Yeah. it's You can't carry water through security with you. A lot of people still do that. They still tend to bring um, water bottles and, and then wonder why TSA is stopping their bag and pulling the water bottle out. Um we do have the limit on the amount of liquids that can be brought through. So bring an empty bottle. Most every airport now has locations uh, near the restrooms or at least the water fountains that exist that you can fill up a water bottle on the other side. Yeah. Um, it's nice to have that capability to have something to drink when you need to without having to pay for it. And right. then it's also a, a, something that you've brought from home that you're comfortable using. Right. Okay. Sounds good. And I, you know, air, airplanes have those little blankets and things like that. So if you decide to bring something, you know, bring something a jacket or whatever else? It's it's very uh, cool on some of the planes because you have the opportunity to turn that air conditioner on above you in the seat. Right. And if the guy next to you turns it on um, to get himself cooler, it might cool your area off as well. So don't hesitate to have a jacket there. You can use it for back support if it's warm enough on the plane or you can throw it in the overhead bin. But it's also nice to have if it's a little too cool. Okay. Now, the um, when, when I fly, I, I don't know if it's just me, but... There's always a baby that's crying right around me during takeoff and that kind of stuff. What I I'm not an advocate of uh, giving your child cough medicine when it's not <laughs> needed. Okay, so for a cough, that kind of thing. What do you do to be able to help make I, sure your child has an enjoyable flight, a takeoff, and doesn't cry the whole, whole time? Well, one is interacting with them, having something for them to do. But right. another piece is for young babies is mm -hmm. to make sure that they have a chance to have something to drink during takeoff and landing. Okay. Um, that helps with the pressure on the ears, and that's some of the reason why they cry. Even if it's not a, a young child or a baby, I should say, you can uh, have gum or even a piece of candy, something that's getting the movement so that their ears and the pressurization is helping to be taken care of okay. while, during both takeoff and landing. Uh, I know how that is. If you can't cl clear your ears, you're sitting there for the whole trip trying to, yeah. you know, yawn or do whatever. It's to almost like you that. got out of the pool and yeah. you're trying to yeah, adjust exactly. your ears, but yeah. it's, it's just the pressurization, yeah. Okay, okay. Now, they always say that uh, for additional seatbelts, they can provide something or what? It depends what on what you need it for. There's the, there's different companies out there that provide harnesses okay. um, for children because uh, sometimes it's a lap child. So in a lap, lap child scenario, you just have your seatbelt, but there's no harness for the child. So you're just carrying the baby with your arms. Okay. Um, so in that case, there are companies that provide harnesses that you can put over your shoulders and then you can have that around your child as well so that it maintains oh. a better security for the child on board the aircraft oh. in the event anything happens right, right. Uh, turbulence or okay. worst case scenario if you need it right now is that something you buy separate or is that something that some airlines provide no the airlines do not provide that that would be okay. something you would purchase before you came to the airport and does that have to have some kind of FAA rating like the not that the I've seat? seen there's a company out there and I don't have the name of it in front of okay. me right now but uh -huh. they, I know they, they do have a full system that they provide that can be uh -huh. used for the child in the seat and or with the parent um, it's something the parent just needs to be comfortable with how they're going to carry that lap child okay sounds good 
Sounds good. Now, you know, I uh, the listeners know that I, I teach a lot of uh, confined space training classes, and and uh, one of the things that I always thought of when I was flying is the flight attendants would say something like, you know, in the case of a loss of cabin pressure, a mask may fall from the sky or, or you know above you. Um, put on your mask and then assist your passenger, you know, small child or whatever. And I've always thought, you know, hey, you know, I I. I'm in decent shape, you know, I, I can, I'll put my mask on my kids first, I want them to be good, and then I'll stick my mask on. Well, during these uh, training classes, um, I saw some YouTube videos that kind of contradicted my way of thinking. Can you give us a little bit of information on that or shed some light on that for uh, us? It's just how fast you lose the oxygen, um, and you won't realize it. You think you've got the capability, and as you said, you feel strong enough that you could go ahead and let your child put theirs on first with some assistance and right. then turn around and take care of yourself. But um, you're better off to take care of yourself first and then turn around and be there to be able to support and help out the, the child or whoever's next to you that may need some help. Okay. Yeah, and I think it was, I actually I, I thought I found it on YouTube, and uh, the Air Force did a little study. It was surprising. I think it was maybe 30 seconds even. Yeah, and it's quick. And they were asking him to do some basic things like touch your nose, and he started laughing. And like, what? Huh? You know, he couldn't even do that. So, yeah, it kind of sh- shed a lot of light on, on that subject. So we know, um, and we see signs that say about medications when you travel. Is there specific um, medications that you should take with you or pack? Anything that you take on a regular basis should be with you in your carry-on baggage. Um, You'll even hear the airlines make announcements if they have to check your bag at the gate to make sure that you take your medications out first so that they are with you when you travel. Um, Not only because you may need it, but also because if the bag gets misplaced or lost, you still have access to your medicine wherever you end up with your destination. So um, very important to take your meds with you. Don't don't pack them unless it's something that you just bring along for a, a necessity if it happens, like allergy meds. Right. If you need something like that every once in a while, that right. can be a, a packed item. But if it's something okay. you take every day, right. keep it with you. Okay. I tell you what, why don't we go ahead and take a break? we got a ton of more questions here we'd like to ask you. So uh, why don't we take a quick break, and we'll be right back with uh, Scott Simpson and talking about airplane safety. We'll see you after the break. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. The joy of being a parent begins with knowing what to do in case of an emergency. At CPR Baby, safeguarding the health of your infant is their number one goal. They offer a selection of onesies imprinted with visual cues that enable parents and others to perform proper CPR on your baby in the event of an emergency. Wrap your bundle of joy and the comfort of knowing, knowing that CPR Baby is there for you in case of an emergency. Visit CPRBaby.com today. Beauty is always a reflection of how we are taking care of ourselves from the inside, and our business is no different. Building your business brand is a direct reflection of you. In today's competitive landscape, personal and proven leadership skills can ensure that our brands and businesses succeed. Join host Bonnie Bonadeo and visionary guest experts to help you find success. Tune into beautiful brands inside and out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
You are listening to Safety is Your First Choice. To reach Todd Murray or his guest today, feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. Now back to this week's show. Welcome back to Safety is Your First Choice with your host, Todd Murray. We have uh, Scott Simpson with SSI uh, Incorporated here, we, uh, where they train airports and airline personnel in uh, safety all over the world. He's given us some real good, valuable information. And I've got a, I got a few more questions, you know. I see on TV, and maybe you guys have seen on TV quite often, this whole thing with... Uh, emotional support animals and traveling and and uh, i think i saw that a lady or a person someone brought a small horse on a plane now what kind of things what kind of things do we need to think about scott with this uh bringing your pets on board well number one bring a pet that you need to bring because you like the pet if you have true support animals that's not a problem. Dogs, uh, support animals are fantastic animals, and okay. uh, they are more than welcome on aircraft. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen or would need a horse myself for support right. on a plane, well. <laughs> but uh, they have seen other animals like that, peacocks and other ones oh, that have yeah, been yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh. But for the animals that you do bring on, um, whether it's a support animal or whether it's your pet, there's plenty of places at the airport to help you out there. Um, most of them have before security, um, as well as a lot of them are in building process or already have in place uh, animal rest areas for the animals um, beyond security where you can take them in and let them uh, do their their business really? where they oh. need to. Um, plus, it's, it's important for you to think about what they're going to go through in the process. Um, for those of you carrying on the cabin, they're going to be up there with you, so you'll be able to see them and take care of them. Mm-hmm. Um, those the animals that get checked right. uh, down into the cabin baggage, uh, you want to make sure you talk to your vets ahead of time and see, based on the type of animal it is, what might be the best way to help them out. Uh, no. There are some medications that you can give dogs, um, but all in all, it's a matter of what is going to make the dog most comfortable for the travel. Now, when you say checked, is it are they going in the same compartment that your luggage? Is that I mean, how did what I I never really even thought about that. How, how that whole thing works down there. there. Are, yeah, there are pets that are big enough that they can't go in the cabin. Right. They'd end up going and check baggage down underneath. And okay. um, you'd be surprised. You could be sitting on a plane and you can be hearing the dogs bark underneath sometimes. So it's just like the cabin that you're in then? It's a, a, a climate-controlled air and everything area down below. The, yeah, the ones that do accept pets in the cabin ba- or in for check baggage, they yeah. are climate-controlled. They're taken care of down there, except okay. for it's not a a great space to be in. They're inside of a cage right. and okay. it's dark right. and they hear noise, but they have no comfort. Um, there's Uh-oh. no people around. There's no nothing down there. So they're on their own and uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a dark, noisy place. Oh, I can imagine. That doesn't sound like, <laughs> it doesn't sound too enjoyable. So there's not like there's a flight attendant or somebody down there in case something happens, they'd be able to help no. or do something or move something or anything. They do usually get taken very well care of by the okay. rampers that are working on outside. The, well, they, like, they love to see the animals. So right, they get yeah. talked to and, okay. and cheered on and yeah. have fun with them, but yeah. not during the flight. Gosh, I, I never really thought about that. I, you know, things you don't think of that, you know, people in the industry typically do and, <laughs> and know things about, right? So, you know, bring in your basic, uh, your things. Do you, do you bring food for your your pet or yeah you're, you're going to want to have food for them especially if they're a carry-on dog right. or a cat or whatever you have with you okay um so that you can you can go get a bowl of water that's going to be anywhere right. you need to grab that from but then okay. just make sure they got space because the carry-on dogs are in a they're in a, usually a small container and right yeah make little. sure you bring a leash too because okay. i've seen people travel and forget their leash and now they've got a dog yeah. that sees a friendly face and goes running over there and right. maybe the parents don't want that dog at that friendly face or maybe oh, they do yeah so make sure if you're going to let them outside of their their package that they're being traveled in to, to carry in, make I, sure that they have a leash. I guess you, it, it kind of goes to say that you know once you take that dog out of its familiar location, like at home in the neighborhood, uh, your pet may not respond the same way 
as it does at home. So to say, well, my dog never does this or won't do this, once you pull that dog out of that normal surrounding, that regular surrounding, they may respond or act differently. Absolutely. And uh, we were on a filming session for one of our clients um, where there were two dogs in the gate area, um, and one of the dogs reacted uh, very poorly, I would say, towards the other dog. In fact, oh. was trying to attack the other dog. Okay. And a uh, lot of trauma for the other dog's owner and the dog. And she ended up not traveling that day. She took the dog and left the airport because she she was she felt so bad about the scenario that happened. Right. Okay. Yeah. So understand that, I guess, uh, you know, is what we're trying to get across there. And, and kind of, especially, I mean, uh, being a dog that has to be checked, um, that can add a lot of stress. Uh, I know that when we travel with our small dog, uh, I had mentioned to you earlier, we went on a camping trip with our dog and uh, we took the dog, we took the dog to the vet prior to that, to that trip. So uh, just to make sure that everything might be okay with him and that kind of thing to make that trip uh, a fun, enjoyable one. That's everybody right. wants to have fun and you know, you know, if the dog's stressed, everybody's going to be stressed, right? So we just want to take a, take note of that. So, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, me being a firefighter and seeing people, I've seen people talking on their phone and walking into uh, fountains, walking off cliffs dang near, um, all kinds of, all sorts of things, running into walls, into yeah. poles and things. Um, so I can imagine that that's something that you need to be aware of at an airport as well. Well, it, just the sheer number of people exasperates that because there's... Everybody's using the phone for business. You've got kids walking around on iPads. You have adults walking around with iPads and um, Kindles, whatever you would have technology-wise. And we pay a lot more attention to those sometimes than we do where we're walking. Right. And we can walk into each other. We can walk into walls and different things that are there. But mostly for kids' sake, you don't want them to get stepped on or trampled. And, and then you bring in the issue and you're walking, what kind of shoes are you wearing? And is it right. comfortable to walk? And, and do I step on somebody as I'm walking because I'm paying attention to something else? Right. I've um, yeah. seen it happen many times where okay. we run into people and open-toed shoes and now you're stepping on toes and or <laughs> or, or ladies with heels and okay. yeah yeah i can imagine issues that. there they he, look good they do they look very good and, and we enjoy that but right. we heels are probably best packed because it's not as comfortable to travel in and okay. potential to get caught in an escalator or other things like open-toed shoes like you mentioned your flip-flops right flip-flops get caught easily same with crocs okay. on on escalators i tell you what why don't we take a quick break uh, right now. And when we come back, why don't you tell us a little bit more about some escalators? Because I've seen all kinds of accidents and injuries and stuff happening on escalators. So why don't, uh, why don't we take a quick break? And when we come back, we'll, we'll touch on those. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Uh, you're listening to Safety is Your First Choice. We'll be back shortly, right after the break. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. The joy of being a parent begins with knowing what to do in case of an emergency. At CPR Baby, safeguarding the health of your infant is their number one goal. They offer a selection of onesies imprinted with visual cues that enable parents and others to perform proper CPR on your baby in the event of an emergency. Wrap your bundle of joy and the comfort of knowing, knowing that CPR Baby is there for you in case of an emergency. Visit CPRBaby.com today. Experience the joy of living, not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease, to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation, Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. 
VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Safety is Your First Choice. To reach Todd Murray or his guest today, feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. Now back to this week's show. Welcome back. Welcome back to Safety is Your First Choice with your host, Todd Murray. And we have Scott Simpson here with SSI. Uh, incorporated now normally at this point of the show we usually just answer uh, viewer questions or listener questions and uh, talk about the next week's show we have such good information here right now uh, I think that we uh, we've got a couple more things that we want to ask Scott um, since almost every airport that I've been in has an escalator and I've seen accidents on escalators uh, Scott, fill us in a little bit on uh, what kind of escalator safety or concerns we need to think about when dealing with escalators. Well, first of all, don't assume everybody knows how to ride the escalator and is comfortable <laughs> riding the escalator. Okay. Um, make sure that as you walk up and approach it, that the individual in front of you is approaching it and able to get on and you don't run into their back or push them on because they're hesitant to take that step. Um, also, be aware of what's going on behind you on escalators. I had a good friend uh, here in Sky Harbor in Phoenix. They have a really long escalator going from the arrival level down to the baggage claim. And uh, we were about uh, almost three-quarters of the way down the escalator headed towards baggage level. And um, we hear this noise above us. And by the time we turn around and catch it, there's a bag that is just bounding down the escalator because <laughs> the lady who had the bag at top got on and assumed it would just stand there as the escalator started to work its way down and she let go of the bag okay and it hit my good friend right in the back of his leg and he had a, a big bruise for you know well over a week okay um, right. due to that and people think that it's just gonna you know the step is gonna be there for them and right. they forget about their bags but okay. escalators okay. are dangerous not just from a baggage standpoint as I said shoes okay. toes um, kids like to play around the escalators, and you just got to yeah. be real careful. Those are one of the danger spots at airports. Yeah, those are, there's pinch points, and those edges of the those steps uh, are extremely sharp. Right? Yes. They seem to be. You know. Yes. Okay. All right. Now I talk about uh, when I when I travel when we go through some of these security situations, we uh, I'll go through and and I take off all my jewelry and stuff and stick it in my bag and then go through. Can you fill us in on what you see or what you you learn about those kind of things? Well, it, it, it may not be as big a safety issue as it is a nuisance issue, but okay. to me it's more of a safety issue, and that is knowing how to get through the line properly and not having to go back and forth through. Okay. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Take all the stuff that you don't need off. Your cell phone should be in your bag. Your wallet should be in your bag. Uh, oftentimes for the guys, it's the belt that they're wearing that sets mm -hmm. off the, 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 the system. Um, and go through knowing what you can take. So as I said before, water bottles can't be in there. Right. Uh, ladies bring toiletries that are sometimes more than the three ounces that are allowed. So it's very important to, to take the right things through security with you and only the right things. Okay. Yeah, I see, and it seems, seems to speed up, for me at least, it seems to speed that up a little bit. You get, you know, if I have everything in the bag, I'm not looking for a little round dish with my wallet or keys right. or something like that. And, and, and wait, you yeah. walk off leaving your wallet or yeah. your keys or you behind it, because yeah. you just grab your bag and you take off. Exactly. Yeah. Once you're past security, I'm not using my car keys no. for a while. So I don't, I may not look for them. So. And, and you'll hear the announcements. Uh, we have a cell phone come back to this security checkpoint oh. <laughs> claim your cell phone. <laughs> right. those, you hear those quite often. Right. Okay. All right. So the, um, once you get to your location, what kind of things, a lot of times the rental car place is on the airport property. Is there things that you need to think about when that transition, going from flying your airport, going to the rental car and picking that up, or, or what, do, what do you think? There's, there's quite a few things to think about. Um, number one, once you uh, get the car, you're going to check the car for damage because you don't want to be driving off in a vehicle that may not operate as it's supposed to for you. So check uh, for all damage could be there. Look for your windshield and your rear window and make sure that there's no cracks in there. Mm -hmm. Check your tires. Um, there might be a nail or something in there that's 
not fully causing a flat tire at this point, but it could shortly after you leave the facility. Mm, okay. um, any damage you find, make sure you take a picture on your phone of. Uh, you're going to mark it down on the piece of paper, but take that picture and also take a picture of your license plate. Um, if for some reason your vehicle does get stolen while you're out, this way you have another reference back to what the vehicle license plate was because it's not your car. Right. And don't forget that this is not your car. And it's a newer vehicle, possibly than the one you're driving at home or a different style of vehicle. And you're going to need to be comfortable with what the controls are, where they're at, and how you use them right. um, as you take off and drive in your fun new vacation location. Yeah. Jeez. There's a lot of things to think about, you know, for, for travel. You know, like I said before, is I always just went into it thinking, well, where are we going? How am I going to get there the cheapest way and fastest way, fastest way, uh, most economical way? I should make, maybe I should say it that way. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of other things to consider. It, there, there is, and again, using a travel agency that helps a lot. Um, right. Having traveled uh, extensively for 30 years now, um, there's lots of in and outs you can figure out, but right. most long common sense. Right. Where do I need to be? What do I need to have? And how do I need to get there? Now, you you had mentioned real quick, I'm, I'm going to put you in a, on spot right now. You mentioned the industry term of a, you know, what you say customers do when they get to the airport. They kind of take their bags and open the trunk and what, yeah what I, got, <laughs> I, got, I got I got told this early on with the airlines that uh, customers um, tend to want to be told where to go and what to do at the airport they're they're on vacation they don't want to have to think too much um, so oftentimes we used to say that people would get out of their car open their trunk um, pick out their luggage set the luggage on the ground pull off their head put their head in the trunk close the door and walk <laughs> inside yeah it's interesting the questions you get um, right. from passengers uh, but all in all um, most of the people are there and they're happy and they're enjoying their time um, and and customers are great to have so it, on the airlines appreciate it yeah and it sense it tends to make sense because you know you're thinking about that trip. You're That's not it. thinking about, yeah, you're not thinking about all these little bit. So for people in the airport and the industry and, you know, other people, let's say if I'm going on a business trip, I'm not so focused on, hey, I can't wait to get to that business trip where somebody else might be out. I can't wait to see my new grandchild. I can't wait to see, you know, my sister. I haven't seen them in so long or whatever. They That's where their head might be. And so they may not be on the same page that other people are. So, you know, you say, jokingly, put your head in the but they may their mind may be someplace else it is it's, it's a distraction um that they've got it's not against where they're headed or what they're doing or their their mindset it's just right. we're thinking about something else right exactly well scott you know you gave us a lot of good valuable information we really appreciate it thank you very much for uh allowing us to uh talk with you today. Right, Todd, thank you for having me on i appreciate it it was a, it was a great hour and right. and hopefully we'll do it again sometime sounds good sounds good now I, I, I need to say, um, uh, over this past, uh, what, I guess it was just two days ago or a day ago, uh, we had the tragic um, incident down in Mexico where a family, uh, several were shot. And and uh, so it's a tragic incident, which brings us, we've had multiple mass shooting situations happen uh, over the years. Uh, it's something that uh, is not, uh, it's not a good thing. And uh, we all still want to uh, go out and enjoy our group settings and have fun and enjoy camaraderie, things of that nature. But uh, we probably need to do that safe. So next week, I'm going to have Chip Sykes. Uh, he's been on the show before, a retired uh, police officer. He's going to talk to us about group safety. So when you're out in uh, large crowds or groups, he's going to talk to us about what we need to think about, see, consider, uh, so that we keep our family and stuff safe when we go out and we're not uh, a victim of uh, uh, terrorism and being terrified to go out and do those things. That so we can live our, our life the way we want to live our life, not the way someone else wants us to live our life. Okay, So we're going to interview Chip Sykes next week. Uh, everyone, you have the information. Send us some questions. I know you got some good questions for Scott uh, Simpson. Uh, he can... Um, he can provide some good uh, travel information uh, and how you can provide or do that safely. We'll, we'll look into that harness information and we'll get that out to you for next week's show. Uh, at this point, we'd like to say thanks for listening. Uh, we wanna, want you to make it a great week, a great safe week. And join us again next week, 11 Pacific, for Safety is Your First Choice. 
your host, Todd Murray. You can contact us at safetyisyourfirstchoice at gmail.com. You can also uh, check us out on Facebook, Safety is Your First Choice. You can go to the voiceamerica.com variety channel. We have a page there. We have a list of all the shows that we've done on there and podcast. You can listen to those. Uh, ask any questions, send us emails. We'll get the answer to you. Remember, make it a safe week. And until next week, stay safe. With Todd Murray, safety is your first choice. Thank you so much for tuning in this week for Safety is Your First Choice. Be sure to join host Todd Murray again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. This week, be safe.